0: Welcome, everybody, to episode three of the Culture Sports Podcast. I'm your host, TK Alone, with my, my soul survivor, shotgun-toting shit-talking homie. This is Jarius Thomas, the unapologetic geek. What's happening, dog? He yeah, man. He never
1: picked up no shotgun, but I like it. It sound good. Uh, it kind of sound good, like uh, Rick Ross saying that he sell all this dope and stuff, but he ain't
0: touch this shit. huh Right. So, you know, man, NFL season has kicked off finally. We got a lot of shit going on. We want to jump into, you know, uh, giving our our review of the season thus far as well as predictions and projections and all that good shit. But before we do that, we have to start off with the saga known as Antonio Brown. My
1: God. no, nah, it's it's never ending in like last week was, was insane when it comes to to all things that Tommy. I mean, we went from him uh what did it, we it was a helmet issue and they told him uh the the Oakland Raiders told him, Look man, if you don't show up, you either end or you're out. If you don't show up, we're gonna start finding your ass. He showed that that um letter on Instagram, and she basically pulled up, right? He pulled right. up to the facility, cussed out Matt out, called him a cracker. Wait, wait, and-
0: stop, stop right there. Listen, man.
1: Yeah. I, I,
0: shout out to Antonio Brown for being the only nigga that I know <laughs> in the history of this shit to go to work, call your boss a crack-ass cracker, and then still get to work, but but go ahead, go ahead.
1: Get to work, man. So so he pulled up, started going off on, on his uh, boss again. Called him a cracker. We can't we re- we can't reiterate that enough, right? Right. Called the man a cracker to his face. Basically told him let's go outside and square up. This is your boss, man. He's <laughs> Like let's let's stop and really appreciate that this is your fucking boss that you're talking to, bro. Get sent home, and then they tell them, they well, damn, man, we're going to have to cut out that that sign, that bonus money that we was going to give, man. That incentive, that guaranteed money, it's gone. $29 million. So then your homeboy, which in this case would be uh, Drew Rosenhaus, says, hey, dog, you fucking up the money. And by mm-hmm. you fucking up your money, you fucking up my money. So you need to apologize for this. You go to work, you apologize, you give a tearful apology, Yo, the assistant manager, in this case, Doug Gruden, says, all right, man, everything cool, dude going to play on Sunday. We we good. We going to work. And then that evening, <laughs> in a, uh, a memo, an email, he was told that, yeah, we still going to find you because we can't just let this shit ride, which is understandable. I don't blame the Raiders for that at all. You can't let somebody come in, go off, act the food in front of the rest of the team, and then suffer no punishment at all.
0: Right. Like, I agree, dog. I I totally agree with you, Yeah,
1: you can't do that, man. Like, I I had no problem with that. But then he goes on Instagram and says, release me. Uh, You know, everything is cool. And the Raiders do it. And then I'm sitting there, and I'm like, all right, this is cool. This is what's up. Oh, the Raiders did what they had to do. Antonio Brown looks like a clown. And then as those hours, and I'm watching college football at this, at that point, as the hours flew by, I'm like, wait a minute. One of the most talented wide receivers in the past decade is just out there free. He can go to whatever team he wants. And I'm like, okay, well, maybe nobody take a chance. And then I just sit there, and I'm like, nope. It's one team that's definitely going to take a chance on. And it's New England. Dog, one minute into his eligibility to be signed, who signed it? Man,
0: first of all, them niggas is cheats. Let me just say that. <laughs> now, this is all a plan. This, this, uh, Bill Belichick, he is playing chess why well, everybody else is playing chess no it every everybody else is is goddamn playing solitaire or hopscotch they ain't even they in the same type of game yeah <laughs> like you know i i as a jets fan i can't stand them niggas at, at all okay. at motherfucking all but i respect bill belichick's gangster now you said something earlier you said antonio looked like a clown and he, he did, he did. Mm-hmm. But but in the end, as all the details and shit start leaking out, that nigga is a diabolical genius. Like, hi, first of all, you gonna hire somebody to help you get your ass fired.
1: <laughs> he did.
0: You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, he he did that. Like, they they played the long the long con, man. And and it goddamn worked. You know, this this whole thing reminded me of like the movie Usual Suspects. Whereas this nigga is telling the story, they think he retarded, they think he he uh you know slow as fuck and, and whatever. But in the end, he was the complete mastermind of it all, right. and he walked he walked away scot free with with the bag. That's what Antonio just did. Like like you said, I don't blame the Raiders for you know. Taking the money or or whatever, Um, and at the moment it looked like this nigga just threw away thirty million dollars.
1: But technically, he still did.
0: No, well, kind of. But he got he he got fifteen this year with a twenty
1: twenty million dollar
0: option for the next.
1: So he he at the same time he uh in the end he could end up getting paid almost as much as he would have with the race if he don't get hurt. Right, and with less work.
0: Yes, but but he he has to stay healthy in New England. He has to do the way as they say. Um, but answer me this, mm-hmm. okay? Since this whole he free shit, he with New England. Have you heard this nigga say anything about a helmet?
1: No, because it never was about that exactly it never was like like my whole thing was he's doing all this dumb shit over a helmet and that's probably what oakland was saying like dog we went through all of this for a helmet and then when you hear about him getting out of there you're like damn it was about playing for new england i wonder how far back this has been going on because it's clear that he and at least tom brady have been talking
0: yes like a nigga just don't invite you to stay at his house and he don't know you. Thank you. A, a white a white man is not gonna say, "Look, brother."
1: A White man most definitely. Come
0: come over here in the house with my 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 white wife and my white kids, and you can live with me until you get your shit together. They don't do that if they not if they don't know you if they're not comfortable with you. Like the Steelers and the Patriots have been at each other's necks for years. All of a sudden, you know. They bosom buddies. This, right. this, they, they, they motherfucking rush hour five now.
1: Here's you my know? theory. Here's my no. theory when it started. I think it started last year, um, the last game of the season, where they kicked him out. I think he told Drew Rosenhaus, I want to be a Patriot. And he knew about the. Uh, how long ago it was the end of the season when the Patriots tried to trade for him. That was yeah. the first indicator right there. It sounds like Drew may have told the Patriots, look, try and trade for him because he wants to be there. You won't have any of these problems. And the Steelers turned him down because they was like, hell no, nah, fuck that. And they ended up sending him to Oakland to pretty much win away. Right? We can agree on that. Um, so I think at that point, Tom, Tom may have moved on. And Antonio couldn't let it go. And I was like, I still want to be there. I'm going to give Oakland a try because maybe it'll be cool. And then he got to that facility and probably saw some bullshit. And right before the season started, he and Drew came over this plan. He got Tom Brady on the conference call. Of course, Tom called Robert Kraft and Bill Belichick and all these niggas on the phone together talking about the situation. And they formulated a plan to allow him to go to the Patriots. And the only reason that this deal – is not or doesn't appear to be as big as what he had, it's because the Patriots got to make it look right. Like, that's how it goes. when you try and get your uh, homeboy hired, you know he got the job, but you still got to go through the interviewer process for everybody else, even though you had a candidate in your head that you want to hire, you got to make it look right. And that's where we at with it.
0: Right. (sighs) Man. I hate, I hate them niggas, man. <laughs> I
1: know, man. Uh, you know. It's the equivalent of the Golden State Warriors in the NFL.
0: Like, you know, at some point, karma has got to intervene with this shit, man. <laughs> For real. Like, like, goddamn it, at some point, you know, like, like the league collectively is saying it's above me now. So, right. some type of outside force is gonna have to just step in. Like, I ain't wishing nothing bad on none of them, you know. But, you know, a strain calf, just just anything to get Brady out for the year, you know, six F- that's eight games. To be
1: out.
0: like, yeah, they they could lose Brown, it won't matter. They could lose Josh Gordon, it won't matter. You know, Tom got to go.
1: That that period, it's it's, it's it's unfair. It really is like that. That uh, pickup shifted my entire peaks for everything.
0: Right, and right. It because. it did. It, it it shifted a lot, man. You know, a so lot.
1: We'd be remiss if we did not discuss the biggest part of this story. And that's the uh, days after signing with the Patriots, this civil lawsuit comes out. Uh, And For those that don't know, those that are listening that don't know, civil lawsuit and uh, Brittany, is it Brittany Taylor? Yeah,
0: Brittany Brittany Taylor.
1: Brittany Taylor came out and uh, she was a long-time trainer for Antonio Brown. And uh, she she basically said that he um, sexually assaulted her on three separate occasions, the last of which was flat out rape. Uh, and she filed a civil lawsuit, said she would be available to speak with the NFL after her wedding, which I believe is this weekend. Uh, so this could pick up exponentially next week. Uh, the NFL then uh, conduct, starts their investigation, but said in the interim, Antonio Brown would not be placed on the commissioner's exempt list, which would mean that he would have to sit out the, um, well, wouldn't it be the rest of the season or at least till week eight?
0: Yeah, he would have to sit out for a while.
1: Yeah, um, while they conduct their investigation. So Antonio Brown is eligible to play as soon as week two. As of now, um, he still could end up on the exemption list next week, uh, depending on their findings. Uh, but, I see that this subject is polarizing. Uh, I want to start off by saying, um, if he did right for, I deserve to. I think he deserves to go to a prison instead of just something as as uh, minuscule as a fine in the grand scheme of things. Um, I'm usually the type that that errs on the side of caution with this thing, but if the story sounds right to me, I'm all for it justice, I'm all for uh, remedies and, and things of that nature. Um, but I have a wait and see attitude about it as well, on, on this, so I'm not gonna get on here and say whether I think, you know, he's the one that's right in this situation or if Brittany Taylor is right, but I will say there are some details that make you give pause to um, to how you feel about who's right and who's wrong, or who's telling the truth, or whatever. Uh, so, what do you think about, TK?
0: So, <clears throat> just to, just to piggyback off of what you said, you know, um, I too am a firm believer in waiting and seeing, getting all the information that I can before I make a decision. Mm-hmm. Now. There are some things that on Britney's part that gives me pause, you know. Um, It's it's some things that, and and I'm not, I'm not the type of person who uh, says when a woman says they've been sexually assaulted or raped, you know, I don't do the whole victim blaming. I don't do the whole, yeah, no, you know, she's lying or, or this, that, and the third. Um, all I can do is formulate my opinion off of the things that I've seen thus far. Now, that being said, it it gives me pause heavily, uh, you know, with the situation. Like, my my feel is you have been assaulted by this person three times on three separate occasions in three separate places. Um, and then you see all the the footage come out of them two together. And, you know, then you see the the video of, you know, uh, somebody contacting Antonio talking about, you know, got audio of her admitting to, you know, extraordinary and all of this, you know, and then you got the whole baby mama and the shit from that, Diatribe that Antonio uh, wrote out, which you know I, I, him and Floyd must have sat in the same goddamn class because I, <laughs> I I was lost on a lot of this shit, but you know uh, it, it 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 all seems iffy, you know, but on his part too, uh, you know it it is is not it is very plausible that he did do it, you know. Um, again, like you, like you said, I'm, I'm a way to see, um, because we, we've learned from past situations about just jumping the gun and believing somebody, you know, uh, justice oh for Juicy, Shmoye. <laughs> um, so.
1: And then on the flip side, wasn't there a, uh, I think it was an NFL player who got accused of rape and the girl came out in court and said, uh, she was mad because, he didn't want to deal with
0: it anymore. I mean, it 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 has happened a lot. Um, you know, we we've seen shit with Ruben Foster. Yes, uh, it was. Yeah. uh we've seen shit look 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 the, the kid who 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 went to the jail for five years, Brian uh Brian Banks. Um uh, like we've seen things like that happen. Right. You know. So it is very important that we all just take a step back and just look at it for what it is, and you know, wait for the info to come out. I I don't want to embarrass myself and look like a fool. I also don't want to look unkind, uh, insensitive, and a nigga with no empathy for others. So, you know, yeah, yeah, I'm gonna just wait. but if, if they could somehow twist this and blame Tom Brady and put his ass on the goddamn exemplars, that that would template, do my heart
1: good. If that boy Templar, Tom Brady go to work and come home. You can't get that nigga dog. <sighs> I heard he the first one to get into his hotel room with the guys over there on the road, man.
0: I, I mean, I, I believe it. I mean, look who he married to. Like, she making more than him. A nigga ain't finna fuck that up. <laughs> <laughs> like million. you you make tens of millions of dollars but your wife make way more than you. And I mean crazy. way more. Like she, she have years where she made sixty, seven to eighty million.
1: I think part of that is what hell, she made yeah, if she she made that in the years no way he be over her. But a lot of why he's not paid as much is because he knows he needs an offensive line.
0: Yeah. speak speaking of which did you see the story about him? Sticking his hand down his center's ass and putting a towel on his behind because he didn't want his hands wet. No,
1: yeah, yeah, no. I could, that's a very Tom story.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's he, a very, you know, very Tom story, He, he yeah. like his daddy craft man, be on that freak shit. But I, I you know, I ain't <laughs> even mad at him, you know, now. Speaking of speaking of, of of the Patriots, man. Well, before we get into the breakdown, man. Now, who who is your team again?
1: The uh, Los Angeles Chargers.
0: Now, y'all got a situation with Melvin Gordon. This nigga said he's sitting out. He taking a page out of uh, uh, Le'Veon Bell's book and said, "I ain't playing." Yeah,
1: the thing is, he ain't Le'Veon. No, no. The, the first of all, he get hurt too much. Yeah. Um, that's my thing, dude. And maybe that's why. Maybe that's why. But go ahead, what you about to say.
0: And you know, Eckler going off. You know, it it's gonna be hard for that nigga to get paid as a charger. I'ma just and, and y'all traditionally known for not paying the nigga breaking the bank, you know what I'm saying?
1: <laughs> yeah, we got like yeah, this we've had better running backs to do this. And I, I like him, I really do. When he's on the field, that's a big thing. I looked at us the other day, man. I'm like, we 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 still straight on defense. We still straight on offense. We still straight. Um,
0: Y'all defense took a hit though, losing Derwin James. Yes, we did. I mean,
1: oh my god. Anyway, <laughs> so. I'm looking at us, I feel good about where we're going to end up at, as you'll hear when we give our season prediction. Um, I think we have a good nucleus. The only thing that really gets in the way, and I I had an interesting conversation. Somebody said, why doesn't Phillip Rivers uh, get as much ridicule and roast as Matt Ryan? I said, well, there are a myriad of things that contribute to that, but one of them being, Um, Matt Ryan lost the 28-3 lead in the Super Bowl. Yeah, I understand Philip Rivers didn't get to, or hasn't gotten to the Super Bowl, but Matt Ryan was there. Matt Ryan had the greatest dynasty maybe in NFL history and he blew it against them because he took his foot off the pedal.
0: His coach blew that.
1: Yes. I mean, it's a lot of people you can blame. You can blame everybody except Julio if we being real.
0: Let, let me ask you this. Mm-hmm. For you, is it better to get that and lose it or to never have gotten there at all?
1: Personally speaking, if I got to the Super Bowl and I lost it, and, it's like, it's, I'm thinking on the Marino spectrum. I think Marino, if you asked him without any cameras on, which one would he have rather had, I think he'd say, look, I I would rather him not to ever go at all than to go one time lose and never go back and That's heartbreaking, man. Well, shit, Jim Kelly did that shit four times. He's goofy. One day, we're going to have to talk about how how disgusting that 30 for 30 was for the Buffalo Bills. It was yeah. a, a educational failure. It's ridiculous how they try to make it look like an inspirational story by the end of that documentary. And if they were, oh my God, could you imagine them in the era of social media and how people would dog that entire organization? Right. Nah, man. But anyway, uh, for me, I, if I had a choice, man, like to go and never go again, I don't know. I'm still kind of in the middle on that, man, because you still have that in your legacy that you actually made it to the Super Bowl. Uh, but in Philip Rivers' case, Philip Rivers, if he came, within the next two years, an energy league within the next two years, instead of being here for however long he's been here, he'd, ha- he'd probably be in the Super Bowl. This Chargers organization probably would have won two or three. But think about it. If they keep Drew Brees, they probably would have won two or three, to be honest, with the nucleus that they had. But yeah. the thing is, Tom Brady does in fact exist. Ben Roethlisberger, fuck, fuck also. Fuck Tom Brady. Like, <laughs> that's the biggest thing. The thing that always got in the Chargers' way is Tom Brady, Peyton Manning, and Ben Roethlisberger. Like, it's not a lot of people that are going to come out of the AFC in any era with those guys. And then, of course, Joe Flacco got out there uh, one time. But...
0: It was more so Joe Flacco's defense. And,
1: exactly. It no, no,
0: I, I, I take that back. Because Flacco was lights out that, that postseason. That nigga averaged like, like three forty a game.
1: He, yeah, but he got him, They got him there, though. They yeah. got him in that position uh, yeah. throughout the year. So it, it was a, it was a, it was a middle ground there to be had as far as who was successful. But it was a hell of a postseason again. Like he, he snapped the fuck out. He did. So, so, go ahead.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, uh, he, he did. Uh, just a reminder. Uh, one more time in case y'all didn't hear me earlier. Fuck Tom Brady. Um. So listen, you you talked about your charges, and, and and I'm gonna talk real quickly about about my Jets. Uh, as you as as you can hear, I'm a Jets fan, so you know why I hate Tom Brady and the Patriots. These niggas have been the bane of my existence for twenty goddamn years. Like my whole adulthood in football has been goddamn ruined, except for maybe two or three years. And it's all because of goddamn New England. And and Woody Johnson, the owner of the team. He's he worked for Trump, so I know he ain't shit. Ain't been shit forever. But you know, we uh we started off off season, you know, with, with promise. We signed Le'Veon Bell, we signed C J Mosley, we drafted Quentin Williams, we got Jamal Adams, uh, we signed Jameson Crowder, like we, we built a a a Strong little nucleus, man. Um, they, they, you know. But then, you know, the coach got fired. Then the goddamn GM got fired after the draft and free agency. So it, 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 it's been it's been ups and downs. And as of this week, the the downs have really hit us. Uh, you know, we lost our starting quarterback, Sam, to, mono. to like, mono.
1: of all things.
0: Like, first of all, what the fuck are you doing as a grown-ass man to get Mono? And, well, I, I know what happened. I, I'll tell you about what happened in a minute. Oh, my God. But then um, CJ got hurt. Quentin Williams got hurt. We lost our starting ex receiving, Quincy where He's out for the year. Our starting middle linebacker, Avery Williams, and we lost him third game of the preseason. He's out for the year. You know, uh, our cornerbacks are are just terrible, terrible, terrible. Uh, And, you know, the goddamn hits just keep piling. Now, we did trade for Demarius Thomas. Uh, He looked healthy in the game, the the preseason game that I saw him with uh, New England. But – I don't think it's coincidence, and it goes back to what I said in the beginning about Bill Belichick playing check, uh, chess while everybody else is playing jacks and goddamn hopscotch. Right. Now, Bill has hardly ever, and I mean ever, traded with the New York Jets in his whole tenure. He didn't, He don't fuck with us like that. He said he don't fuck with us like that. But he trades... Us the Mary Thomas after they got AB, and then two days later, three days later, it comes out that Sam has mono. Bill sent mono through DT. Goddamn
1: it! Oh, come on, up. come on, man! You're better
0: than that. Uh uh-uh. uh. Listen, listen. Let let me let me give you a story, man. You remember Plymouth Rock? <laughs> yeah. You remember how? To... You remember how? The quote unquote. Uh, Columbus and all of them discovered America and, and so on, you know, that lie. So, they came and the Indians welcomed them, right?
1: Mm-hmm. They,
0: they opened up their arms and embraced them and in return, they gave them smallpox and killed them off through blankets, right? Right. Well, Bill Belichick was the pilgrims? The Jets were the Indians, and the Mary Thomas was that smallpox blanket. Bill did it.
1: Come on, man. By the way, they got that nigga. he got Antonio Brown shooting his ass back off. At least he getting paid this time, though.
0: Yeah, I mean he getting paid, but he he just he he Bill did that shit. Bill did it. He sent smallpox through DT. Straight to Sam, and now our season is is dependent on goddamn Trevor Simeon. Thanks a lot, Bill. <laughs>
1: <sighs> Go, baby.
0: So now we, you know, we got that shit out the way. Mm-hmm. You know, we uh, I guess we can kick off our, our predictions for the for the season. You know, uh, I guess we'll start since we both AFC teams. We'll start in the AFC.
1: All right. So what I'm gonna do is give a, uh, a rundown of my picks, uh, my divisional picks, and the wild card. And, uh, and then I guess if they're to move to the NFC, then we'll go through the playoffs and who we think going to win the Super Bowl. I All right. All right. That worked for me. AFC, it got to be the Patriots coming out of the East. Sorry, but it, it just is what it is. Uh, The Chiefs are going to come out the AFC West. They got the Ravens coming out the North. And out of the South, I have the Texans coming out. Um, My reason for picking the Texans, I mean, it's no Andrew, Look, they came came out the South last year, Uh, but, I mean, it's no – I don't see anybody being a legit opponent. I think what the Texans – I mean, what the uh, Titans did was an anomaly against the Browns. I think they're good, but I don't think they're forty. What was it, forty-three
0: to three? Yeah, some, yeah something. Yeah, something like them. that.
1: Yeah, they they destroyed that. I don't think they're that good. The Ravens are gonna go. Um, they're gonna handle business against the Steelers. Cincinnati um, Bengals, of course, are a a factor, but I damn sure I think they can beat the Browns who I thought was going to be who they would compete against along with the Steelers for that number one spot in the North. Uh, But I think the Ravens, just from what I'm looking at, and I know it was against the Dolphins, uh, Lamar Jackson looked really, really good. And and they've given him some weapons to throw to as well. Hollywood Brown is clearly fast enough to throw it, however deep (laughs) Lamar Jackson wants to throw it. Right. So, yeah, that's that's a huge factor. Uh, the Patriots, that defense looks incredible. Of course, defense wins championships, as we saw in the last Super Bowl. So that's why I'm giving them the go. And this was before before Antonio Brown was signed. I had them win the division because that's just what they do. Uh, but now that I'm looking at their offense. If we can keep Antonio on the field, and we can keep um, Josh Gordon. Off and by we I mean fans of the NFL as a whole, in the in the um, in the interest of being interesting, if we can keep those guys off of drugs and on the field and out of trouble, then I mean we can have a very very interesting NFL season. From yeah, my set, from the way I look at it, and of course, now this is who I hate. You hate Tom Brady. I hate Pat Mahomes. What? <laughs> and and this is kind of hate that. Hold on, hold on. This is kind of hate that. you <clears throat> know I don't wish him to get injured or anything like that. He's in the way of my team, man. That's where my hate for Pat Holmes. Now, when I watch him, I'm in mean, He's right. Steph Curry of the NFL, right? Right. And in a in a in a quick minute, he's gonna be the face of it, right? Especially with Cam Newton playing with a on shoulder and uh, and uh, OBJ just really falling out of the graces of, of the NFL as a whole, they're going to start pushing Pat Mahomes. He's going to be the man. Maybe he even enjoyed another league. I don't know. Uh, but the Chiefs look incredible on offense still. The defense still needs work. Yeah. But it's, and Mahomes, they got to trust, right? Right. He, he the man. And uh, as far as the uh, wild card, I got the Chargers making a wild card and I think the Steelers are going
0: to turn around and be
1: the last wild card team as well.
0: Okay. So who you got? Okay. Uh, starting with the AFC East, you know, it, it pains me to say it, but I do think it's New England unless the gods take out Tom Brady some type of way. Yeah. Um, AFC West, I got, I, I got y'all. Really? I, I honestly think that, and it, and, and, uh, and, and let, it, let me tell you, let me tell you. Well, I, I take that back. I had y'all um, until uh, Hunter Henry got hurt again.
1: Yes.
0: Um what You know, <laughs> he, that nigga frail, man. Like, I had y'all because I think y'all wide receiving core was just Stop. killer. You know, I think Mike Williams was going to be the Clemson Mike Williams. He showed that, you know, towards the end of the last season. Um, But I I had, you know, Phillip Rivers doing his thing, Keenan Allen doing his thing, you know, uh, Bosa was healthy, you know, Derwin James was healthy, Haywood was healthy. And and this is before, you know, this is what I had y'all before the injury set in. Right,
1: right. Um, Another thing is, I think back on last year, I think we would have got Kansas City again in the playoffs, we had a legit shot to beat them.
0: Yeah. So, I I still got the Chiefs, man. Um, You know, they added some defensive pieces with Frank Clark and whatnot. Um, Losing Tyreek Hill hurt them. But Sammy Watkins is the Clemson Sammy Watkins, it appears. So, uh, you know, then he still got Travis Kelsey. They added Shady, and Shady looked good, uh, along with Damian Williams. So they got a nice tandem, you know, running the ball. Uh, as long as Mahomes stay healthy, I, I think they got the West. Um, AFC North, I honestly don't don't know, man. Uh, it, but but for right now, I would go with the Ravens, simply because they have done the most to build around uh Lamar Jackson. You know, they went and got him some weapons on the outside. They got a, a good tight end in Andrews who can catch the ball. They built up that line on both sides of the ball. They went and got uh, a, uh oh, damn, Thomas from from uh Boone. the boom. Um you know, Hollywood is flying across the field. They you know, only thing ain't gonna catch that nigga is a bullet. Um, <laughs> but they nigga so damn fast, bro. Yeah, uh, I think the, I think the Browns and and I was I was one of the ones on the Browns train, man, because of the moves they made. Uh, but it, I see I see a bunch of distractions happening, like this nigga in his watch, you know, shit like that. Like, what is the point,
1: man? Um, All right, so. You know. Real quick, man, and we should have made this a a, a full uh, breakdown. Just talking about the Browns, all their chest thumping and shit, and the media telling you, "Hey, y'all are really good," and even some media media members saying, "Y'all gonna go to the Super Bowl?" They believe their own hype and forgot yeah. they had to play the games. and Michael Irby right. has been saying all week, "You still gotta go out there and play. You do not have a buy to the Super Bowl."
0: Right. I mean, them niggas got spanked 4 You know? And they... He, look Listen, Baker got, got weapons galore, right? He does. And then they went and strengthened themselves on the defensive side of the ball. They added Sheldon Williams. They added, you know... They, they front line is a motherfucker. Larry Ogunjobi, Miles Garrett. Uh, should I forgot who else they signed in the offseason they traded for, but... They made a lot of moves, and it really is no excuse for them not to win that division. But, I, again, I, I think the Ravens, because of the chemistry, because of, of just the organization, period, they're they going to take it. The Steelers, no. I'm tired of them. I don't like Ben at all. <laughs> uh, I, I think he's a trash human being. That's just No, he's definitely a trash human being. Uh, you know, I like I like Connor his story. I love Juju and his game. You know, uh I, I think, you know, Mason Rudolph will would be fine with them in the future, but this year, uh, I don't have the Steelers winning. Uh getting to the AFC South before three three weeks ago I had the Colts uh because of Andrew Luck. He's the best quarterback in that division, hands down. Uh but now I got the Texans taking it. I do have mm. the Texans because of it. They did lose Clowney, um, but I think that offense is going to be hell to 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 deal with. Mm. Uh, you know, they added Tunsil, they added Kenny Steals, uh, they added Carlos Hyde to go along with Duke Johnson. So they they've improved their line. They, they've they improved uh, their offense. Uh, that line do, does have to step up because Watson can't keep getting sacked five, six times a game. That's not going to work. He's going to get killed. But that's who I have. I thought the Jags might have did something with Nick Foles, but you know, uh, he got hurt. I like you, kid out of Brandon, Mississippi boy. Yeah. Uh, uh, but I just don't. I don't. I don't see that offense doing enough. You know, um, he looked good in, in in his time last week, but once they you know adjust to him and 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 can game plan after about three or four games and get footage on him, you know, hey, you know Matriot's how it goes in NFL.
1: That's Matthew's problem right now. They got yeah.
0: Fun. So again, my picks for the divisions are the Pats. The Chiefs, the Ravens, and the Texans. And my charge for the wild cards are the Chargers and the J E T S Jets, Jets, Jets. Jets. We're gonna goddamn pull it together. Watch oh, it, what I tell you. Whatever. Watch it. I
1: you. can't even pull it together against
0: Mono. Man, Bill Belichick did <laughs> All
1: right, man. So let's move on to the NFC. Uh and this one I got um, a couple of picks, the grudging picks, uh, but I get the two easiest ones out the way. The Saints are going to win the NFC East South by default. James Winston can't play. Cam Newton got a weak-ass shoulder. And the Falcons are just the Falcons. Right. So by default, the Saints are going to win. Uh, after Monday, Monday was uh, a very interesting game that I had to tune in to because I wanted to see emotionally had they made the pass that pass interference an call, and it looks like they have a main strength of of Drew Brees, right? The man is unshakable, and so yeah, I think that they're going to do fine. They're going to uh, pull together and they're going to win the uh, NFC South. Um, the Seahawks are going to win the West me. I think the Rams are, of course the Rams are still very good, but I think the Seahawks are going to really open up their offense. Uh, they're all in on Russell Wilson. As you can see, I think uh, Metcalf is going to be fine. Yeah. And I think their defense, their defense is going to, um, I think they're going to be good. I think they're going to be a solid defense throughout the year. Uh, the first pick that I picked begrudgingly because I don't care for the quarterback all that much. I mean, he's a a fantastic talent, but he just rubbed me the wrong way a little bit, is the Packers. Yeah. The Packers are going to win the division. Uh, That defense looked stout.
0: Man, them them Smith boys, if they win a guy in free agency, I, I told my partner back then that's going to change that whole defense. So man, that defense
1: looks good. That defense looks really good. And I know Mr. Trubisky came out there and looked like trash. He is. But <laughs> – but, uh, and I've been one of those guys that's like, okay, maybe Mitch will be all right just as things progress when he look like ass.
0: Man, man Do, you, do you, can you believe they had this nigga as a early
1: MVP candidate? I heard about that. Wasn't it Vegas –
0: yeah, and and, and and you know niggas ran with that shit. Chicago bad fans that I know ran
1: with that shit. I'm like, he's trash. Again, you got to play the games. Uh, and the last pick that I made, begrudgingly, the Dallas Cowboys. Yeah, dog. We've been fighting this for a couple of years. We've been fighting this for a couple of years, but by God, they look good. They look. They look like a well-oiled machine. If Dak keeps yeah. playing like that, that man, he might be in the MVP chair uh, or a candidate, a MVP right. candidate by the end of the year. Because I think Pat Mahomes is going to win it again. And I was gonna say that right now. I think he's going to win it again. Okay. He looked like he look like he was in mid-season form during the uh, preseason game.
0: Yeah, he did. He did. Yeah.
1: But. Um, Man, on, on defense, that defense needs a little bit more work. But that offense, man, they had it all together, and they work, they work um, so well together. Uh, Dak plays off of Zeke. Zeke plays off of Dak. Right. And of course, Amari Cooper was out there, and then Gallup emerged when the, he's Cobb. Cobb, yes. Like the thing is, if Gallup can keep playing at that level. They're a problem.
0: Yeah, I agree. Uh,
1: yeah, they, they're a problem. Um, uh, and my with my uh wild card teams are gonna be the Eagles because they that defense is still solid. Carson Wentz is the only reason, really, I don't have to flat out winning that division because I don't know if he's gonna play.
0: He's gonna be hurt.
1: The rest, you just of go
0: ahead and it. say it. He's gonna.
1: I, it. I hope not, because I like Wentz. I, I, like, I like Wentz him. too. Yeah, I liked him when he was acting a fool a couple of years ago. Right. But I just don't know. And Deshaun Jackson, if anybody can get the ball to Deshaun, it's Carson.
0: Yeah. But Carson I agree.
1: has to remain healthy. And I got the Rams. I have too much respect for Sean McVay. I think uh Jeff Goff um, or Jerry Goff takes a step forward this year. Gurley is my reservation.
0: Yeah, but, but Henderson is running that rock. I am no no Malcolm Brown. Yeah. Malcolm Brown, uh, so uh, you know, you know. Yeah,
1: so, but Malcolm ain't Ted. Oh God, yeah. I mean, <laughs> he, yeah. he ain't Girly, man. And and so I just want to see where they go. He, he is little brother. Todd. He he, he
0: Ted Girly.
1: <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> He's not Todd Girly. He Ted Girly. Um, but I have a lot of respect for him. And uh, right. And, yeah, you go ahead and give me your NFC picks. So in
0: the NFC East I actually have the Cowboys. I I do because of that defense and that offensive line. Um and and you know the little Ewok in the back running the ball. As as long as Dak don't go go left and regress, like I I know he's not going to sustain 400 yards passing, four touchdowns or whatever game, but as long as he don't regress, they'll win that division. Uh Good. NFC West, I still got the Rams because of Todd and Ted Gurley. Robert Woods, Cooper Cup is back. Uh, Brandon Cooks is still there. They present a problem on the outside and the inside. And then you got the best damn defensive player in the league the last three years running, AD 99. Got to roll with them. Okay.
1: Um,
0: NFC North. I got the Vikings. Dalvin yeah. Cook, Dalvin Cook healthy, with with a healthy Cook and a healthy Thielen and Diggs on the outside. Uh, Kurt Cousins' job is the is the easiest job in that division.
1: But it was the easiest job last year. Dalvin Cook was hurt, wasn't he? Yeah, he was, but it was still easy, man. Like he still had, a, he still had two solid receivers. I can't get on this Kirk Cousins thing. That's why. I I, me
0: either. That. Me, me either. But, but still, just the totality of it all. Um, and then the NFC South. I got the New Orleans Saints for all the reasons you said above. Watching Drew Brees surgically destroy them niggas with five seconds left, and he went sixty yards for that field goal. You know, just, just. Just a masterful display of of quarterbacking by drew um and they got the best coach in that division hands down mm-hmm. uh and then you know they added they added Keiko Alonzo to Ron the middle and and all of that they got Davenport and cameron jordan on the on the line, so that that defense is going to be be pretty good uh as far as my my wild card picks, I got the Seahawks. 'Cause in Russ I trust. Um uh, and I also have the, the Packers because of that defense, uh, and, and Aaron Rodgers and his, his horrible mustache.
1: It's god awful. It looks like a porn mustache.
0: But that's that's who I got, man. Um and I do I do think that the Super Bowl this year will be uh God, I hate to say it, but
1: <laughs>
0: you know who else. And, and and
1: Dallas. So you got Dallas and the Patriots?
0: Yes. The two motherfuckers I hate the most.
1: Before I saw the Patriots on tape and before they got A-B, I had Kansas City versus Dallas. And it made my palms sweat to have to say Dallas. Right. But I gotta call what I'm looking at, man. I can't put exactly. this whole emotion. They look real, they already look good. Last year, I wouldn't have been surprised last year if they, man. they just didn't. Right. But this year, they have one game sample, my God, man. They looked great. And, and that's my, that's still my pick, but I'm gonna agree with you. I think it's gonna be the Patriots versus uh, Dallas. Um, and that's just—I mean, even without Antonio Brown, yeah, they yeah. still look great. They still look great on both sides of the ball. Their defense yeah. looks rejuvenated.
0: Yeah, you got—you got, you got a, a team full of rapists, killers, coke users, a uh, owner who buying holes, and the refs in their pocket—they cheat, they do everything under the sun wrong, and these niggas still win. Like. <laughs> Coma ain't doing her goddamn job. It's so, if Coma's a bitch, she's Cry a lazy days. bitch. If she's a bitch, she's a lazy bitch when it comes to the goddamn Patriots because she ain't doing her job. Period. I hate that. So let's say
1: it, man. Let's pick one. Who does it? Who gets it done in a Super Bowl hated by everybody when it when it airs?
0: Uh, I'm gonna have to go with New England because. Dallas fans are already insufferable, okay? I can't stand them niggas. Now, I want them to stay in 95, talking about them championships. Do you it's know how great. much hell we will catch if them
1: niggas win one now? That's what I'm – that's my thought, which is the, the list of two evils. Right. Tom Brady getting number seven or uh, definitely the Dallas Brady. Cowboys getting one for the first time in decades. I definitely, take, definitely I, Brady. I could certainly take – the Patriots fans more than I can stomach Cowboys fans, especially after years of teams in the Cowboys. Right, I can take the Patriots fans much better than that. But yeah, that's my pick, man. It's it's Patriots, Cowboys, and Patriots
0: win. I totally agree. Those two teams have the biggest fucking bandwagons I have ever seen in <laughs> any type of professional sports. So, you know, folks gonna definitely tune in and. You know, I I, I just don't want to hear fucking We Them Boys for the next goddamn 10 years.
1: God, that's, that's the other thing. It's going to last 10 fucking years, no matter what happens. That team going fall apart the day after the Super Bowl. Yeah. And we going to have to hear about this shit.
0: I don't want to hear that shit, man, at all. At all. And don't get me wrong. I like Dak. I like Zeke. I like... uh. I like you know Demarcus Lawrence, and, and, and you know what? And speaking of which, <laughs> speaking of Demarcus Lawrence, man, and, and we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna move we we're gonna move on from the from the <laughs> NFL. But speaking of Demarcus Lawrence, uh, you, you saw the the story about the kid, uh, with the with the autograph, right?
1: Dude, I saw the video and it it's still hilarious. It's one of my top 10. It's tracking to be on my top 10 videos
0: of the year. Yeah. So, you know, just a little backstory for those of you who, who hadn't, I don't know where y'all been. Fuck. But so this kid, and he lives in this small town in Texas. Mm-hmm. His family drove to Dallas nine hours to go see the New York Giants play. The Dallas Cowboys. Uh, needless to say, this kid's a Giants fan. He had on the Saquon Barkley, Saquon Barkley jersey, and he waited after the game to get autographs from players. Now <laughs> he saw the star defensive end for the Cowboys, Demarcus Lawrence, asking for autographs. That's the kids do. That's the that's what anybody does, you know, and. The Marcus just coolly, calmly, and <laughs> coldly told that nigga, no, you got on the wrong jersey. It was and, so callous. And, and just kept it just kept strolling.
1: Dude, and it's like it, oh man, I wish. I wish we had some kind of video that we could show the people. It was so smooth how he walked off, man. Like he was already looking like a million bucks. He has a a Ric Flair in him that day, man. And that's like something you would have saw in the trope Day WWE promos, right? Uh, or WCW with Ric Flair coming into the building, like a little joke segment with him coming to the building before he, you know, takes the stage and grabs the (laughs) mic and he gets out the limo with his bodyguards and a couple of women. And then this kid will run up to him and be like, hey, Rick, i mean, you're my favorite wrestler. But he got a Hulk Hogan shirt or some shit like that on. He's like, I got my favorite. This, is some, this is one of the most Rick player things. And one thing that um, I just have to tell people, this is going to be a theme on this show. I love wrestling, and I like heels. I always like the bad guy when it comes to wrestling. They're just much more interesting and fun. And when I saw that, I'm like, this is such a wrestling move right was such a wrestling wwe wcw or whatever champion moved to, to just come to the building and then he sees this kid outside of disrespect with this kid wanting him to sign another player's jersey He's like get the fuck out of here get the right, get the right jersey right that's the other part of it, like i think if it was ezekiel elliott jersey he would have considered hey,
0: listen if, if it if it would have been the kid could have been a giants fan with just a a, a wife beater on, or whatever. <laughs> it's the fact that you got on a Giants jersey in Dallas asking me a Cowboys player for an autograph, and
1: oh, definitely. yeah, like nigga.
0: First of all, and, and you know, a lot of people was mad about the shit. You know, uh, they felt some type of way, and when I saw it, I bust out laughing. And the first thing I said, I oh, laughed
1: so hard.
0: First thing I said, man, fuck them kids. <laughs> Like, like that's that's that was the feeling that I had. Like, I can't even be mad at him. You know, that's like
1: mad at all, bro. That's
0: like I live, I live in Houston, and when the Jets come play the Texans in Houston, I'm going to the game. If I got my son with me and he got on, you know, a Sam Donald jersey, he see goddamn anybody from the Texas, J.J. Watt, whomever. Yeah. But I don't think Watt would do it. That's just who he is. Yeah. But just anybody and. From the Texans and, and they, he say, can I have an autograph? And they be like, nah, you got on the wrong jersey. I ain't going to even be mad. First of all, I ain't going to encourage him to go do it anyway. Just for the simple fact that I know I wouldn't sign another key of shit. When you got on a jersey in my house. That's just not, no, I'm not doing it. So I wasn't even mad at it at all. Nah, nah I couldn't be.
1: I couldn't be. This shit was funny.
0: But, you know, and that's always the but. That was a silver lining, you know, to the whole story. Um, Saquon saw it, and he invited the whole family to a game uh, in November. Actually, when they play the Jets, he's flying them out, hotel VIP treatment, all that shit. So, I mean, you know, the kids still won, exactly. but I ain't, the I ain't mad won. at the markets at all. He,
1: he still won any um, year, and of course, Saquon had to do that. Yeah, hey, Saquon, like I gotta, I gotta make up for that one, but. Let's be real. "Well,
0: probably laughed at this shit too. All of them players laughed at it. And I know I know DeMarcus phone blew it. like nigga, I be wanting to do it, but how you actually did it. Everybody
1: called you like, boy, you a fool.
0: Right. Crack I be mean, I know them niggas was cracking jokes left and right. Left and right. Spe- speaking of cracking goddamn jokes. Mm-hmm. I got I got a joke for you. Uh What do you call a team that loses back-to-back international games for the first time since
1: 2002? (laughs) A team that's checking to be a disaster in the 2020 Olympics.
0: You call them Team USA? Yes, sir. (sighs) Man.
1: What is that? What was that? I'm
0: going to say it was an embarrassment, first of all, but I, I I understand why they lost. First, let me just say this: the world has caught up to the USA in terms of basketball. You yeah. you have some, you know, like the loss to France. I really wasn't even. Uh, I can't say that I was surprised by it because France got some players who killed niggas in the NBA. Yes, it's you know true. what I'm saying. Uh, like like Rudy Gobert told their ass. So Rudy put up twenty one to sixteen. Mm -hmm. Uh, when, when French beat them and really hit your ass with that same number in, in a goddamn NBA game in the middle of motherfucking June, you know, or whatever. So I wasn't surprised by that. Um, and, and, you know, the thing is the style of play is so much different in international ball than it is in, in NBA. And them boys just ain't used to playing like that. They ain't used to play like that together. And it showed. And and you know, that's how you lose to goddamn Serbia. Mm-hmm. The
1: Serbia one was worse than me.
0: Oh yeah, that's like no. I said, France, I get it. But Serbia, nigga? Serbia? Come on, man. Yeah, I couldn't I couldn't do the Serbia one. That's that's like when the Tennessee Volunteers lost to Georgia Southern last week or the week before.
1: Well, wasn't football. that wasn't that wild
0: as hell? You know, like niggas didn't even watch that game because you wasn't even supposed to be. It wasn't even supposed to be a game.
1: I tell you one game that I watched, man. Uh, I know we're getting ready to, to wrap up, but I, yeah, let's let's talk about a little college ball.
0: Okay. We like to give y'all a little bit of
1: everything yeah. How do y'all go out there? and damn and they lose to a team with no passing game. And you know who I'm talking about. How do you let a team that only pass the ball four times take you Boy,
0: the listen,
1: listen. Boy, you... Yeah, the, I understand Oklahoma had issues with them the year prior, but dog,
0: no. <laughs> Listen, I argue with niggas about Michigan all the time. Me too. See, I'm a Notre Dame fan, and they hate on Notre Dame. The country hates Notre Dame because Notre Dame, even in losses on the field, they winning in life.
1: Okay.
0: They they winning. Like, they I mean, Michigan, I don't
1: care for Notre Dame either, but that's a topic for another
0: day. They they raking in the dough hand over fist, But anyway, they beat Michigan ass. And you know my boys that are Michigan fans talked that shit, and they talked all that big shit just to barely squeak by, Army.
1: Dude, I I talked to a Michigan fan. And he was like, a win is a win. I said, well that's not the point. The point is you you all always tug at the the Dakota Bama, right? Jim Harbaugh is always saying. Come at me, Alabama. Right. Dude, you all can't be the team that's one dimensional without one. going into the overtime. I wanted so bad. I tuned into that game for the sole purpose of seeing Army win so I can get on Facebook and just rail against
0: Bruh. Nation. Bruh. Like I was so ready for that. When I was watching that game, let me tell you how confident I was Army was gonna win that game. <laughs> I took, you know, okay, uh, Fresh Prince, Bel Air. When jazz come over, and jazz always say something stupid. Yeah. And Uncle Phil pick his ass up and throw his ass out, right? Mhm. So, I went and 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 uh made a gif, gif, whatever you call them. Right. Uh, on use my phone. Fantastic phone, by the way, Samsung Note. You should try it out. They ain't paying me for this, but if they do ever hear this, you should send me a free one. But
1: I'm actually considering making a jump, but we'll talk about that.
0: You should. Uh but and you've seen some of the some of the ones I've done in the past, yeah. you know. So I took a scene where Uncle Phil was throwing Jazz out and on Uncle Phil's head I put the top twenty five logo. NCAA top twenty five. Jazz, I replaced his head with Michigan's uh logo. Mm-hmm. And you know, did it as the top twenty five, throw a Michigan ass, smooth the fuck out. <laughs> That's funny. That, that
1: was, was, that was, was funny. gonna
0: happen. Yeah, <laughs> if they'd have lost the army. If that dude wanted to push that kick, you know, like I bro, I had it queued up uh on the page, ready to hit post when they lined up for that, that field goal kick.
1: Man.
0: And he I, pushed
1: hate it. It. I hate that we were robbed of that. Oh. I wanted it so bad, man. Like I was going and I'm an SEC fan. I was going to go off on Michigan about that. And Jim Harbaugh to me is all talk like Rick Ryan was. Yes. To me. He's all talk, man. And, and this this year's make a break for him. Because mark my words, if they lose the Ohio State without Urban Meyer being there. It's a wrap. That's it. That's it after the bowl season is over he is out
0: i i i totally i totally agree you know uh it was like who 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 was that d3 school that michigan lost to
1: appalachian state appalachian never forget state that game i yes. never forget that game bro i was turned watching that.
0: like this i, I don't know if it would have been it, it, it yeah it would have been worse it, it been up appalachian there.
1: state yeah. Uh, easily, the game, the team, at least Avalanche State was passing the ball.
0: Like you lost to a, you, they would have lost to a team, like you said, who was one dimensional. This nigga threw four passes and two of them was oh. by accident.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and the the last pass, the fifth one, was an interception.
0: You know, it was like I wanted that so bad, dog, just to rub their they noses in it. And I have no problem with Michigan. I, I've liked Michigan from back in the day, you know, uh, Charles Wilson and, and, and all of them, you know, Braylon Edwards. Some of my, you know, they had some of my favorite players I liked to watch in college. But
1: Yeah. These fans. Hey, I'm going to be honest with you. My issue is, is really Jim. I don't hate the fans of Michigan. It's Jim that's the issue for me. Seeing him all again, I don't. I don't care for chest thumping. Un, I'm gonna say this: unwarranted chest thumping. Like if if um, shit, if the uh, the Patriots came out talking shit like Baker Mayfield and and the Browns did, I'd yeah. be okay with it. Cause you the man, you're doing whatever you want. Right. But if you're just coming in and you really hadn't done anything, you've done stuff on the NFL level, but even this questionable considering how years after you went to the super bowl with but you've been dumping your chance for years now and you've essentially underachieved you've been out coach your players have been outplayed and now this right you keep tugging at the at the, the uh cocktail of uh
0: Oh, he stay tugging on Superman's cape.
1: Yeah, he stay coming after Nick, man. I'm like, Nick, and that's another thing I've always wanted. I've always wanted those two teams to cross paths. Because Nick going to try to score 100 on
0: him. Yeah. Yeah. Like, uh, it's only one coach that Nick is worried about. And I can't stand that nigga myself. It's something about him that rubbed me wrong. But that's Dabo Sweeney. It, I'm telling I you, man, that one, man. It's something, man. I, you know, <laughs> it, 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 you know, it was, it, and it was something that he said, like doing the whole kneeling thing.
1: Yeah, you man, know, I, mean, and I didn't like that. That, was
0: that you know, he was very dismissive of it, and the way, you know, the way he said it, and you know, it, it, it just, it just rubbed me wrong. Yeah, you know, like. It, it, it it's something about a nigga that smile too much, man. That worries me. He you know, I don't trust him. I I and that's just me, you know. But that's the only coach that Nick Saban is worried about, and rightfully so. Yeah. You know, nobody's worried about Florida State anymore, nobody's worried about Florida. Georgia is just, just that little gnat in Nick Saban's ear that just won't go away till he finally catch it and thump the shit out of it if and it, Georgia by the it business.
1: If Georgia don't do it this year, it's done.
0: Yeah. It's, it's it's done. Yeah. Even even my my Notre Dame fighting Irish, you know. Like I and I don't really I I hate that we go and we get thumped, but you know, we still go. Like God. And that's what that's what people hate. Whatever. Niggas what hate the fact that, that, Like man. we ain't in no conference We on TV every week You know, we get money from NBC We get money from the ACC You know, niggas is paying To come be around us We like, you know We like the celebrity at the club Niggas just pay us for the walkthrough <laughs> That's oh, what it is
1: that's the level I need.
0: We need to get on, man. Yeah. We
1: used to pull a walk through.
0: But you know, speaking of chest thumping, you know, I know you don't like it, but I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and do it now. I'm thumping my chest, our chest, because the culture sports podcast, the culture sports period, will be the biggest motherfucker in the game within the next two years. Yes, I'm man. calling it now. You know. So all of y'all listening to this, you heard it here first. September 14th, right here on the Culture Sports Podcast. We gonna be we gonna be that dude. We're gonna be getting paid for the walkthrough. I'm walking through the Super Bowl, walking through the NBA Finals, I'm walking through the US Open. I'm I'm walking through goddamn World Cup soccer. Everywhere that sports is happening and black folks is involved, I'll be there. We'll be there. Getting it in and only the way that we can. So Hop on now.
1: On Black With No Chaser's inevitable television network.
0: Yes. Yes. Yes, indeed. So make sure y'all check us out. Make sure you check out Black With No Chaser. We on Facebook. We on Instagram. We on Twitter. Uh, We on YouTube. You know, the Culture Sports Podcast. We everywhere where we need to be, you can catch us on Google, you can catch us on Apple Podcasts, you can catch us on Spreaker, Spotify, SoundCloud, Anchor, and all the other major podcasting platforms. We there for you, for your enjoyment. Yeah, yeah,
1: man. We're going to keep on growing. Uh, thank you for listening. And, I mean, we just we we're going to bring you the best. That's what we do.
0: Right. Like Tina Turner says, simply the best. Better than all the rest Legend Yeah, he right So on behalf of myself, TK On behalf of my guy, the Unapologetic Geek Matter of fact, speaking of which, I need to check him out Dope page, the Unapologetic Geek On Facebook, Instagram My boy dropping some gems For for all you nerds, blurs, geeks, freaks And whatever else you want to call yourself, my nigga got it. Make sure you check him out.
1: Appreciate that, bro. But on behalf
0: of my boy, Jairus Thomas, this is The Culture Podcast, The Culture Sports Podcast. And we thank you guys for tuning in. And we will see you next week.